This is a KUNV Studios original program. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, and thank you for joining me for The Scoop with Tanya Flanagan. I'm so happy you decided to wake up and start your day with me. Here on The Scoop, where we talk about life, joy, funny moments, trending topics, and so much more. We promise to keep you in the know and find out what you know. So, let's get started. Good morning, Las Vegas, and welcome to another show. Thank you once again for getting up bright and early on this beautiful Sunday morning to spend some time listening to The Scoop here on KUNV 91.5 Public Radio. I hope each and every one of you had a wonderful Valentine's Day, got something special, or some type of love showered upon you. We all need love. So I hope your day this past week was amazing, and you spent it with those who love you. Today, we are continuing in this month, Black History Month, so excited to recognize programs that shine a spotlight on African Americans and their contributions. And this morning, I'm excited to have in the studio talking with me, Avery Walker from the West Las Vegas Arts Center. Good morning, Avery. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time here with me on The Scoop. I have known you since you were a young man, and and I have been awed and wowed by your talent um, you're over at the Arts Center, which is over on Lake Mead um, Boulevard, not far from Martin Luther King Boulevard in the heart of what we call the historic West Side. Tell us who you are. I could do it, but well, I want you to do uh, my it. Name is a- okay, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Avery Walker, and uh, I am a proud native of Las Vegas, Nevada, specifically uh, growing up on the historic West Side of Las Vegas. Um, I am a student to my community. Uh, I am a giver. As much as I have received, I uh, make sure that I try to continue to sow seeds into the community that uh, will be long-lasting and that generations far after me will be able to benefit from because I feel like uh, those who came before me in this very community left me uh, in, in really good hands. Uh, you know, in, in really good condition and with the type of information that's necessary to sustain um, programming and a community that we could all be proud of. And so uh, I'm a dancer and a choreographer and an educator now, um, <laughs> specifically in dance, but an educator of the arts. Um, my background in the arts uh, began at the West Las Vegas Arts Center when I was very young. Um, doing uh, different types of classes and programs that were offered here at the Arts Center. Uh, I think I was about five or six years old when I, you know, was officially enrolled, but have continued uh, to participate in so many different programs um, throughout the years, including the Rites of Passage mentoring program, um, different workshops and master classes with some of the most renowned artists of our time, and uh, and most. Or, or, or most celebrated the Performing in Visual Arts Summer Camp, which has become such a staple in this community for the past 30 years. Uh, the program has run successfully here at the Arts Center, and I was officially enrolled in the program uh, at 12 years old and have been here ever since uh, as a 
kind of, I would say, a, a permanent <laughs> individual in the space. Um, of course, my career has taken me many different places um, as a dancer and choreographer, but my roots are certainly at the art center. And now, um, in my, you know, I think 20th year or <laughs> 22nd year, I can't even believe I'm saying that, <laughs> uh, being here at the center, I'm, I'm the artistic director of a wonderful program called the Live Arts Institute, uh, which offers pre-professional dance training and experiences to uh, young budding artists who are, like me, interested in having a life and career in dance and theater and music. And so uh, Ms. Marsha, who is the uh, center's coordinator, um, made room and a space for us to continue uh, the dynamic work that we do here at the Art Center with, you know, an emphasis on pre-professional training, because that's uh, what I wanted to offer to the center, not not only, you know, the feel of the community and that whole experience, but also making sure that the students and individuals who are enrolled in programs here are getting, you know, um, top tier or a top tier education in the arts. And so Live Arts operates um, Thursday through Saturday, and we have uh, classes uh, in contemporary dance and traditional modern dance, ballet, hip-hop. Um, of course, we are always uh, <laughs> being invited uh, to perform throughout the community, and we, we produce our own seasons uh, at the West Las Vegas Library Theater. And so uh, there's a lot of uh, choreography and workshops uh, that take place throughout the year. We invite guest choreographers. We have uh, two that are on the bill for this year, one coming from Philadelphia, Tommy Wahid Evans, who's a brilliant award-winning choreographer, and the other coming out of Dallas, Texas, Claude Alexander, another award-winning choreographer. And uh, both these gentlemen are dear friends of mine and well-established artists. And so that's the type of caliber uh, and work that you know we try to keep uh, going in our, our facility and exposing our students to. Um, and so if you are interested in the arts and are looking for, you know, a cultural home, I would invite you to visit us at the West Las Vegas Arts Center at 947 Westlake Mead Boulevard. Um, we're open Wednesday through Saturday, and hopefully we have something that would catch your interest. You're now the Art Center, and, and you shared a lot. And I want to say thank you. You are so well-versed on everything going on at the Center. It's it's the living, breathing, it's like eat, sleeping, breathing, living, the Art Center. But I have long loved the program. I'm trying to remember when I was first introduced to it, probably while working for, probably as a reporter for the RJ many, many, many years ago, or at least 20 when mm -hmm. I first came to work. Um, in the community uh, with the commission district work that I was doing, that outreach work. But absolutely fell in love with uh, Marsha Robinson, who's the center's coordinator, Lisa Russell, who's over there helping her, China, um, when Yanni and Jewel, the twins, were there. It, the the art mm -hmm. center is like part of the heart of historic West Las Vegas and a true part of the heart of Las Vegas as a whole. I think anyone who's unaware of how rich the programming and the culture and the performances are. You talked about, you mentioned the um, 
performing arts camp that goes on in the summertime. And then it cultivates with a performance mm-hmm. for the community that's free. That I believe at this point sells out. So if you don't have your ticket, you know, like the tickets are free, but you have to like quickly reserve your seat or else you won't have a seat. And it was so awesome to see it grow. The performances are done at the uh, performing the West Las Vegas Library Theater at 951 West Lake Mead Boulevard, which is adjacent the art center itself. And there was that moment when it graduated and it moved to the Smith Center, to the main floor, the main room, Reynolds Hall, the Smith Center. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow. And it's just such a beautiful, every time I see a show, I am literally in tears. And I tell anyone, if I ever were to become ridiculously wealthy, I would leave a huge chunk of money to the program. What happens with these young people to see the breadth of talent um, the poetry, spoken words, song, dance, African drumming, the homage that is played to, paid to the historical spaces in our lives as a people is done so beautifully. I just have always wanted to say thank you. And so that was part of the reason for wanting to have you on the show so that the listening audience, and I hope it is continuing to grow and those who might be unaware that this jewel is here in the desert become more aware of what is offered. It's like akin to, I would say people think Alvin Ailey, right? Yeah. Think, yeah. You know, exactly. It is akin to that. And at the same time, it is family. So I love a thing at the circle comes together at the beginning of summer and i forget the exact circle. Unity circle the unity circle the unity circle, the unity circle comes together mm-hmm. so the unity circle for those completely unfamiliar various people from the community mothers um, influencers some elected officials some just community volunteers people who different thing do different things that enrich the lives of children, of families in the community in different ways come together at the beginning of summer to kick off, to help with the kickoff of the summer visual arts camp for the kids. And so we pour in a nugget of life, just something for them to think about and carry with them that has maybe made me a stronger person. I'm giving it to a young person to help them reach their goals. What has helped me, it's almost like a group letter of if you could tell yourself something many years ago when you were the age of these young people, what is the strongest piece of advice you would have given to them? And then they have this collectively to draw on throughout the summer as they're working because the days are long, the work is tough. It takes dedication to the craft. And I I love you because... You started as a young, as a kid, and there was such a passion for it. And as a black man going into the space of arts in Las Vegas, and even though this is like the entertainment capital of the world, it's a different type of entertainment. It's a little bit of everything. But to be a black man growing up in a community where segregation was what it was, and you would have performers come here and they couldn't even stay on the strip. They could only they could perform on the west side in our in our spaces and then they could stay there. But I would think that the opportunity to visualize what you hope for for your future was not just in front of you. Does see what I'm saying? And so to arrive Absolutely. at the goal that you've achieved, yeah. 
not yeah. having, it's not like, oh, I want to be a firefighter and you see a fire truck going down the street every other day. It's to Certainly. have a visualization of something that may seem so out of reach, yet you held on to it, you cultivated it, and yeah. you continue to be blessed with a vision to see what is needed by generations to come. So that a program that yeah. is magnificent is continuing to grow. And that is what I'm hearing you share with us this morning, that there's a visionary within you of not just what we've been doing well, what are we going to do for the next generation to come? And here's this component that helps people prepare themselves to go into professional art or, you know, professional Certainly. theatrical artistry and work. Um, Certainly. Certainly. When did you know that this was what you wanted? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was, as you said in the very beginning of our conversation, awestruck. I think I was awestruck at the time that um, this program was re reintroduced to me. I was a student at which what is now Democracy Prep was Andre Agassi College Preparatory Academy. Mm -hmm. And I was in the sixth grade at that time. And I had a very dear friend, Anaya Dexter, <laughs> um, who was enrolled in the program. And she happened to be my neighbor and someone that we, you know, I had grown up in this community together. And we were walking from school because both of us lived, you know, in Valley View homes at the time, which is on H Street, which is about two blocks away from the art center. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, I'm, I have to go to rehearsal um, at the art center. And I said, OK, well, I can go up there with you. And she said, um, we have some lady coming. Her name is Catherine Dunham. And I said, OK, mm. <laughs> and I'm not at this point. I'm not aware that, you know, who Miss Dunham is <laughs> yes. at all. You know, I'm just like, okay, Catherine Dunham, this lady is coming to the art center and they're doing a performance for her. So I go to the rehearsal. And um, if those who are not familiar with Miss Dunham, um, Catherine Dunham is known as the, the mother of black dance. Uh, she is mm -hmm. one of the key figures that influenced even Alvin Ailey to start mm -hmm. his company and his career as a dancer. And so many others, Marsha Robinson, who is the center's coordinator, was a part of Ms. Dunham's company in oh, wow. East St. Louis. I don't think um, I even knew so that. So many mentors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, her, Ms. Dunham's legacy and tradition is what laid the foundation for the art center because Ms. Dunham had in East St. Louis, which is where Ms. Marsha is originally from, the Performing Arts Training Center. Um, and so Ms. Dunham established that program in the 60s for at-risk youth in East St. Louis, and Marsha Robinson happened to be one of those youth that were uh, enrolled into that program, and that catapulted her career. <laughs> and I don't want to talk too much, you know, Ms. Marsha. <laughs> you know what? Well, let's give her her roses, even though she doesn't know. No, let her know, you know, hey, if you weren't up this morning with us, you can play it back and right. listen to it on 91.5, and we want you to know we gave you your roses. So um, she is a phenomenally woke woman, and yeah. yes. Yes. And so um, because of that foundation, you know, we have Miss Marsha today, mm -hmm. who, of course, at that time, to jump back to, you know, the timeline invited more so, you know, uh, not just invited, but really uh, ushered Miss Dunham to uh, Las Vegas. Ms. Dunham was in her early 90s at that time. Wow. Um, and so 
Uh, they brought Miss Dunham to Las Vegas, and I was uh, at the rehearsal, and of course, all this African drumming and, and dance is happening, and I'm just sitting as a spectator and completely awestruck. And in that moment, I remember going up to uh, the drum instructor who became my mentor uh, in in music, uh, Arthur Moore, who was also a member of Miss Dunham's company as a percussionist and singer. Uh, and I said, Mr. Moore, I mean, at 12 years old, I, I just knew. <laughs> I said, I want to do this. And he said, well, you're going to have to come back during the summer to the PVAC program. He said, that's when I'll be back because uh, Mr. Moore was visiting from St. Louis, also mm-hmm. from East St. Louis. And so I said, well, I'll see you this summer. And I believe that program uh, may have been in April and PVAC started in June. And so in June, uh, my grandmother uh, enrolled me into the Performing and Visual Arts Summer Camp. And that was June of 2003. And I've been here ever since. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. I think that um, knowing what you want to do is so powerful. And you mentioned Miss Dunham coming through. A lot mm-hmm. of amazing things happen at the Art Center, right, that you just don't even expect are going to happen. Um, just this past summer, for example, the Stellar Awards come here each year and they do the Gospel Awards program. And they introduced a new mm-hmm. component this summer, the Stellar Plus Experience. And part of that was to bring a renowned choreographer into the Art Center. They were looking for somewhere that they could give back to our community while they were here. And they were very adamant about focusing it on um, our community, a black community, African-American community. And so they came in and and we said, well, a number of people who think highly and have deep love and roots said the art center is where you need to be. And this choreographer came in and did a phenomenal job. The kids did a phenomenal job. One flash dance morning, basically. It was like a a flash mob (laughs) effect. And they're so phenomenal. Right, they learned right. the whole routine. Lunch was provided. Um, they had um, one of the top gospel recording artists come through. And it just was, a fun, I mean, amazing things happen at the Art Center. I re- and uh, Antonio Vargas is one of the people who pours in as well. And when I first started, I'm like, sure. wait, um, Huggy Bear from Starskin? You know, you, you're just stunned. <laughs> like, wait, so Huggy Bear from Starskin had you had the fish in his shoes on this 1970s television show. Is that the art center right, all the right. time? And the breadth of talent. <laughs> and the young lady who, and I don't know her name, and I wish I did, who ended up going to New York to play on Broadway to do The Lion King. Oh, Tessie Thomas. Tessie and Thomas. So you're looking like, wait a minute, this is Las Vegas grown baby who's now in New York. During The Lion King. I mean, we are producing results through this program. And just to see, um, I'm telling you, it brings tears to your eyes. And I love the way you deal with concepts that the children are dealing with in their daily lives. As as our society becomes ever-evolved, more adult, it's over um, the, sens- the, the extra sensory experiences that our kids are managing because society is very yeah. sexualized. It's very um, how shocking. The shock effect value is huge, right? Um, yeah. Everything yeah. is just like on 10. And I love that the program exposure. helps. to yeah. The exposure is just on 10. 
And I love that the program yeah. helps to keep kids rooted and grounded in moral values of, of what, not what any one person thinks is right or wrong, but just decency, general basic well, and, decency. And, and we, you, we pride ourselves and we, and uh, I'll steal a quote from our dear beloved Mr. Fargus. You know, he says, we use the arts as a hook to teach the young people how to be better citizens. And that has always been the goal of the Arts Center, to make sure that not only are we producing dynamic artists, but we have people that can make a positive impact in the world beyond the stage. If the stage is the platform that you choose to use, that's wonderful. That is the platform that I choose to use. You know, I fight, <laughs> you know, from behind, you know, uh, the, the the curtain per se, mm-hmm. um, but the the type of life lessons and life skills and transformative uh, information that the students have access to through the arts as a vehicle is what is so tremendous. And again, going back to Miss Dunham, that is what her philosophy and her program was all about. She wanted to make an impact on those kids in St. Louis who were. Um, at, at the brink of <laughs> uh, destruction, I mm-hmm. would say. Self-destruction, you know, that, that right. Community of self-destruction. And that community was a mirror and very parallel to what even Miss Marsha saw in West Las Vegas when she came to this community mm. probably now 40 years ago, you know, to do her work. And she could have went anywhere. You know, Miss Marsha holds a PhD, you know, in education. And so she could have... Uh, chose to give her time to any other program and any other uh, community, but she chose. She loves, loves, loves the children. She loves the art center. She loves the community. She loves the people. And, you know, I can not imagine what it must be like to have a job for 40 years that you're doing that you actually love pouring into kids to pour into the community for what you get back out of it. And certainly the transformation happening for the young people who go through this program, because I cannot imagine what each child has learned about his or herself in this space Mm -hmm. and the creative freedom to discover more about yourself than what you might have known at the beginning of the summer when you start the program in June, because just like you, I have watched a lot of the kids stay for years. I mean, we watch these babies grow up and then they get married and they have husbands and then they have children. And you're like, it's like, you know, or they go on to live somewhere else to perform, to work, um, to work in film, to work in theater, to they learn stage development. Become they become all <laughs> kinds of things that have nothing to do exactly. We have one yeah. who went on to become a lawyer. Um, we have they they do things that have nothing to do per se with dance or performing arts, but it's a space of self development that creates, I would think, unparalleled confidence in in knowing who you are, and then to be surrounded by yeah. kids and adults that are pouring in these positive messages. Holding you accountable and reminding you of your greatness every day and what you can achieve. We've told people where they can find you at 951 Westlake Mead, but how do they find you? I want to make sure that 
is shared before we run out of time on the show today? Certainly. Um, well, uh, officially, we are a program under the city of Las Vegas, uh, a Department of Parks, Recreation and Cultural Affairs. Um, and so all of our information can, of course, be found here in the facility, uh, 947 West Lake Mead Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. 89106, or the website is www.artslasvegas.org. And so, um, you know, programming information can be found online, but the best way to get a sense of who we are and what we offer is to join us here in the space. Uh, we also perform throughout the community, as I mentioned. I'm excited to share uh, that we were actually awarded yesterday at the Springs Preserve annual Black History Month Festival. Um, our students from Live Arts Collective represented the West Las Vegas Arts Center and performed um, an excerpt of a show that we did a couple weeks ago, Rebirth. Um, and we were also awarded um, on behalf of the West Las Vegas Arts Center and for the, the work that the center has done in the community. Um, and especially Miss Marsha, um, with her enormous amount of generosity and community service, the Arts Center was awarded um, special recognition from the Springs Preserve um, Black History Month Festival Committee, and we've participated in that festival uh, annually, I think, since it began. And so we're always happy to be a part of that program, which has, you know, of course, given more exposure to the West Las Vegas Arts Center and the work that we do here. Well, uh, and uh, congratulations. Um, a day, you know, just yesterday, I have had the great fortune of being able to attend it, I unfortunately wasn't able to catch you guys yesterday, and I knew it was coming mm -hmm. up. Um, you also had a performance earlier this month as part of Black History Month as part of your showcase over at the Art Center on February 3rd, I believe it was. But for those who yes. of us who missed those shows, and unfortunately life didn't allow me to do what I wanted to do, which was be in the audience, what's coming yes, yes. that we can look forward to and that we can put it on our calendar and catch well, thank you. Um, our next uh, big adventure will be at the end of May, uh, May 24th through the 26th. Live Arts Collective, um, which is the resident program of the West Las Vegas Arts Center, is going to be collaborating with Nevada Ballet Theater's second company, MBT2, and we're going to be putting on a spring concert right at the West Las Vegas Library Theater. Um, we uh, decided that it was important to begin to partner and uh, make ways for our students to be exposed to other um, community arts programs that have been staples uh, for as long as the Arts Center's program has been in the community. And Nevada Ballet Theater 2, MBT2, is uh, under the artistic leadership of Mr. Don Bellamy, who is a much celebrated artist um, here in the community. He's the former principal dancer of the Alvinale American Dance Theater, of Dance Theater of Harlem of The Lion King on Broadway, Phantom of the Opera, Broadway and National Tour, and, and so many other credits to his uh, career. Uh, but Mr. Don is uh, one of my primary mentors and someone that has poured so much into me since his time uh, uh, being here in Las Vegas. He was one of my professors in college at UNLV. Um, and years later, he became a mentor and instructor here at the Art Center. And now he is the artistic director of NBC2. And so uh, our two companies, Live Arts Collective and MBT2, are going to come together uh, to do a collaboration concert. And that, again, is Friday, May 24th um, through Sunday, May 26th, over in the West Las Vegas Library Theater. 
Uh, the program will be free and open to the public. Uh, we have evening performances uh, all weekend, and we, of course, want to invite the entire community to come out and celebrate with us. Um, MBT is so excited to partner finally with the city of Las Vegas in a performative way. Uh, for many years, MBT ran a uh, after-school program here at the Arts Center, uh, and many of our students have uh, received training at both Nevada Ballet Theater and here at the West Las Vegas Arts Center. And so we've had, you know, programming partnerships in that regard, but this will be the first time that two performance entities of both organizations will be able to share one stage together. And so we're so excited about that. It's just been a phenomenal show and a wealth of information on what is happening over at the program before we go. And as we wrap up, I just want to give you a quick opportunity and we are running out of time. So a super quick opportunity to share with how people can support the program, because I know you can pour into it with donations or some other volunteer work. So is there any way for a person to support the kids um, in the cost of the program as quickly as you can? Oh, for those who are are interested, yes, in supporting the program, you could always come to the Arts Center and make donations to support uh, programming here at the center and student scholarships and beyond. Absolutely. Um, Avery, once again, thank you for spending some time with me this morning. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Avery, continue to give back to the community the way you have. We can't thank you enough. I want to say thank you and thank you for spending some time with me this morning. My pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. Absolutely. Have a great week, everyone. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Scoop with me, Tanya Flanagan. And I want to invite you to get social with me. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. My name is my handle, T-A-N-Y-A-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N. You can also find me on Instagram at Tanya Almanize Flanagan. And if you have a thought, an opinion, or a suggestion, don't hesitate to shoot me an email to tanya.flanagan at unlv.edu. Thanks again for joining in. Stay safe and have a great week.